Hey, this is Goathead. And this is Amish. And we are Stooges with Stogies. Hey, you want to play uh, fake news or not? <laughs> I don't know. Will I lose my faith in humanity? Maybe. <laughs> well, let's do it. Then. I've only got two right now, and they're both space-related. 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 Oh, it sounds fun. Neither involve aliens yet. I just watched a clip of Joe Rogan with an astronaut. Oh, really? Talking about Mars. Cool. He says it's kind of funny because we know the effects on the human body at 1G, which is on Earth. Yeah. And 0G, which is in space. But we don't know anything in between. Yeah. We don't know the effects of anything in between. So Mars is a third of Earth. Yeah. And the moon is a sixth of Earth. But they don't know the long-term effects of that on your body. So they're worried about sending people, you know, the first colony to Mars because it's a one-way trip. Yeah. You go there and you're going to you're going to live out your life and die there. Sure there's some people being that. Which I mean it would be awesome and horrible, but they don't know if you're just going to wind up, you know, a, a jellyfish laying on Mars. Well, that's what because, will probably happen at zero Gs, right? Yeah. Eventually. But they don't know what the what the difference is between zero and a third. So, like like he was saying, you know, it, it it's probably not linear, but they don't know. They don't know if, if it's a third is dangerous, a mm. third is bad for you, or if it's like 80%, you know. There's only one way to find out. Uh, I think we should probably send some people to the moon for a specific period of time. I mean, that and, makes sense. That makes sense. And, I mean, that's a sixth, so maybe yeah. we could get an idea of the scale. But, right. I don't know, it's just fun to hear. I love that stuff, like, because it sounds like science fiction. Right. But. Did you read The Martian? Or see the movie? I, I saw the movie. I, never, I didn't even know it was a book, but. Uh, apparently the book's really good. He talked about the book. Apparently he was. He was uh, talking shit to the guy who wrote the book. But he says uh, everything he did in there, like there's there's some things that they had to make for the movie. Like he can't fly like Iron Man. You right. can't do that. Right. And the communication fails. That can't happen because they have all kinds of redundancies and stuff to make sure it doesn't happen. And there's, you know, little stuff to make the, to make the movie, you know, make sense. But... Uh, he says most of the science and all that was right on. Like it was very, uh, yeah, accurate. Nice. Which is pretty cool. I mean, because usually nobody'd know. I wouldn't have known. Probably no. It could have. Most of it he said most of it could have been fantasy. Right. And I'd have never known. But it's cool that it was real. Anyway, we're going to space. What's space? Going to space. Space hey, uh, me out, you know man. You know, what, you know what they want. So apparently, they don't want to send uh, people to live on Mars yet. But you know what they do want to send? Three hundred thirty-five million seeds, uh, sperm samples, and egg samples uh, to be stored on the moon in a sort of lunar Noah's Ark. Oh yeah, is this in case we nuke the planet? I mean, maybe. See. Does that sound like fake news, or do you think that's real? Uh, 
I don't know. It, it doesn't seem like it seemed like the moon would be a good place for that. Probably. If we were going to do, if that was what that was for. I mean, if it was, if it was a plan for, you know, eventually uh, planting those on Mars, like that would make more sense than just like a reserve, I guess. Because they already they have one in a cave. In the Netherlands, right? Yeah. Well, I think there's a couple of them, but I think that's the well, the more the merrier. I well, I'll agree with that. But I don't. It it sounds kind of fake to me, but. Oh, I gotcha. It's a real one. Uh, So scientists are actually uh, pulling inspiration from Noah's Ark, they said, um, in this new lunar proposal they call a global insurance policy. And, of course, like you said, they do have some some seed banks already in place in caves in, like, the Netherlands. And I think there are a couple. um, But they want to put one on the moon with 335 sperm and egg samples on the in, moon, not Mars. In case a catastrophe happens on Earth that would destroy even this, this, the banks that we have here. So did you just say the moon or the moon. Mars? Yeah, this is the moon. Did I? You were telling me Mars. Did I say Mars? Yes. I'm sorry. Yeah, this is the moon. Um, they'd be cryogenically uh, stored in frozen seed, spore, sperm, and egg samples from 6.7 million Earth species. There's a University of Arizona researcher um, with a, a group of students who's proposed this concept in a paper that they presented to an aerospace conference this week. Well, yeah, like I said, it, that makes sense. Yeah. Because it's, you know, it's right over there. Surely we can get there after we nuke everything and everybody dies. Right. <clears throat> but, yeah, I hope that doesn't happen. Let's, uh, it's preferable that it doesn't. Yeah, let's not do that. We, we avoid that. Yeah. So, yeah, be nice to each other. Yep. I mean... Don't nuke each other. Yeah. Be as nice as you can. I mean, anti-nuke, but I'm also not exactly pro-nice. Just saying. All right. Do you know what uh, NASA is currently afraid of? Uh, defunding. Pirates. Space pirates? No, conventional pirates. They're worried that pirates are going to steal their satellites. Yeah. That's my that's my news story. Does that sound like fake news or? I don't know. That makes sense because all you have to do is hack them and then what are they going to do? It's not like you can, you know, walk out and unplug it. It's actually, they, they're worried about like ship pirates. Pirates on the high seas. Like traditional pirates. Yeah, they have a new space telescope that um, they couldn't transport by airplane because it's too big. It's uh, it's like two stories. It's like it's a the mirror on this telescope is like two stories uh, wide, um, and the protective shield on it is the size of a tennis court. Um, obviously, too long, too big for a for a plane. So it's going to have to be transported from the United States to Africa, where it's going to be um, shipped up to space. Uh, by they're going to have to ship it by ship by by boat, and uh, they're worried. They want it. They're keeping the the departure date and the ship that's going to be on a big secret because they're worried about pirates. 
I don't. Surely we got an extra battleship to roll with them, right? Uh, you know, you would think like that's government stuff, right? So why not send like a couple of destroyers to hang out? This is a ten billion dollar uh, satellite. You know, when when it costs as much as a battleship, you could send a battleship with it. You would think. I'm just saying. You yeah, it's I called will. it's called the James Webb Space Telescope. Yeah, I think I saw I saw part of uh the idea behind building it and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. It's apparently it's 20 years in the making. Yeah, well, so. it's, you know, the the other one, the Hubble is, you know, way outdated, but yeah. the stuff we've got off it is insane. Yeah. And this one is it's bigger, like, better, better. Well, and they they're saying like stupid amounts better, like yeah. thousand times better. Which is ludicrous to me because of what the other one did, you know. But yeah, it's really cool. But yeah, I, I would hope they uh, they uh, send a lot of protection with people with big guns. But you're, you're also you got to think about the uh, the you know the. The pirates that got what's his name, you know, they attacked on an inflatable boat. Right. So, so you're not dealing with a navy. You're dealing with some some people who have a shitload of balls. Yeah. Almost no money. Some AK forty seven. Desperate opportunists. Yeah. Well, apparently there's there's a precedent for uh, mishaps on the high seas involving. Um, Telescopes and uh, space stuff. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Apparently, there was uh, there was a telescope called called the James Clerk Maxwell Telescope or the JCMT. In 1984, uh, the steel structure for the observatory was prepared for transport from England, where it was built, to Hawaii, um, where it would protect this this James Clerk Maxwell Telescope. Um, and they hired a vessel to take the structure from, from England all the way to Hawaii, which would have been quite a trip. And apparently the vessel decided that, um, he, instead of sailing straight to Hawaii, he was going to stop in Holland and pick up a shipment of dangerous explosive explosives. Um, apparently for a side job, because he figured, you know, I got this one thing and go pick up some other stuff and take it along as well. Uh, the boat then uh, idled outside the Panama Canal, uh, purportedly awaiting special clearance for its explosive cargo before heading to Ecuador, where it unloaded the cargo, and uh, the telescope team had no communication with the captain during this time and didn't know what was going on. Um, they couldn't track the boat's whereabouts, and they were like frantically checking, checking shipping ledgers to figure out where it was at, and it took them 10 weeks to get to Hawaii. Um, and by then the penalty fees that the captain had incurred for the late arrival almost matched the payment he was owed for the delivery. So he didn't save himself any money. Um, what the hell? Yeah, it's pretty crazy. And, and, and he should know that, like he should know that, that the... well, apparently he did. And like, and then he like held his cargo hostage. He, he gave the, he sent the message saying, either you pay me in full or he's just gonna. He was just gonna dump what he was bringing to them into the sea and say goodbye. And so the 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 telescope team 
got a court order to instruct the captain that um, what he was doing was piracy on the high seas, and they had to give up the. And it sounds like they eventually had to. The the coast guard actually instructed the captain, "Hey, here's here's your court order." And they they nailed the paper to the mast of his ship, which is apparently maritime custom. And they they arrested the gun, the captain at gunpoint, and uh, which I'd agree with. Like, yeah, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, he screwed up there. That was his bad. Well, and you have to know that this isn't you don't get to do those kind of trips if you have no idea how this works. He would have known that there's a penalty for being late. He would have known that he couldn't just keep what they had on board, indeed, or throw it overboard, or throw it overboard. That's no, no. Like, I don't think you can get in trouble for, like, losing something on the high seas or something like that. Probably not. But, you know, and then it's an insurance thing. But if you... But you can't, like, hold it hostage. If you intentionally throw it over, you're liable. Yeah. I mean, he personally is and whoever he works for. Because he didn't own the boat. Right. Yeah. Well, he might have owned the boat. I'm not even sure about that. But he didn't own the cargo. I doubt he owned the boat. Because you're talking, because most of those ships, I mean, you're talking billions of dollars worth of a ship. Maybe not billions, but a hundred million. A bunch, a bunch. And so he got arrested, and uh, but that's the precedent that they're looking at when they're like, yeah, pirates may be an issue. We were Once working. again, battleship. Let me tell you something. You aim a 16-inch gun, you know, into the, you know, which is the size of the port window on one of those ships like if that barrel is looking at me I'm just going to say yes sir yeah probably you, a whole you're lot. not going to try and steal a telescope not going to try that thanks for smoking and drinking with Amish and Dothan this has been Stooges with Stokes you're welcome you're welcome